Yeah, it, you know, it, it's twofold. It really hits hard um, in my heart professionally and uh, personally, both. Uh, professionally, it, it truly makes me feel like um, I am not trusted as a professional. Um, I know my kindergarten standards through and through, and um, nowhere in our curriculum does it have anything about um, teaching sexual orientation or sexual identity. Um, so for them to, to say that, that, that that's happening, um, that, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, but uh, we should be able to have discussions, and, and that's what we're encouraged to do in kindergarten. And then personally, because, um, you know, my, my kids do have questions. They want to know who the, uh, my partner is in pictures yeah. outside of my classroom, and I should be able to speak to that. So, so do you worry that you won't even be able to talk about your own personal home life? I mean, I, I have a child in kindergarten right now. I know exactly that my, my child has two teachers, one of which has a daughter at home um, and is single. The other is married and has four children. I, I know everything about their lives because my kid tells me. Absolutely. You are 100% correct. Um, that's what we do as educators. We build relationships with our kids. And in order to build relationships, you talk about your home life. You talk about what you do on the weekends. That's building community. I It scares me to death that I am not going to be able to have these conversations with my children because they're going to ask me what I did on the weekend. I don't want to have to hide that my partner and I went paddleboarding this weekend because mm -hmm. then they ask, well, what does partner mean, Mr. Bernard? And, you know, I, I'm worried. Can I tell them what it means? I'm also worried for my kids. I have a little girl this year who has two moms and the kids are curious about her two moms. They want to know about her two moms. You know, if they come to if they go to her and ask her about her two moms and she doesn't know what to say, they're going to come to me and ask me. And then, you know, so what do I do? It just it opens up uh, for parents to really take some legal action against the schools and teachers and politics and we will make america great again thank you georgia thank you very much god bless you god bless you all controversy uh can you provide a definition for the word woman can i provide a definition mm -hmm. no yeah wow i can't you can't not in okay. this context. So I'm you not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition. Spirituality. I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. The first and the last. Welcome to Allocution. Uncompromising talk from a libertarian conservative Christian perspective that pulls no punches and plays no favorites with your host David G. Hello ladies and gentlemen out there. Welcome to episode three of my brand new podcast allocution i am your host david g and if you saw the uh banner for this episode you would have read the mouse is a rat part two should you really say gay 
Now, I opened this episode with the cold open with the uh, first grade, I believe, teacher who was he did an MS NBC um, interview and he basically uh, lit a firestorm because he was very upset about House Bill 1557. The uh, parental rights bill is what I like to call it as an objective reporter. But of course, whenever any legislation comes up, the right has to have their take on it and the left has their take on it. If you're on the right, you call it the anti-grooming bill. If you're on the left, you call it the don't say gay bill. But I think the whole don't say gay thing is going to be problematic and it is at some point though it's not explicitly stated in the bill it's at the core of the bill to some extent and that's why i entitled this should you actually say gay now this teacher at the school he was upset because he is an openly gay man and he's in a relationship with another man um, uh, I can't remember if they were just, if they're just boyfriends or if he calls him his quote unquote husband, if they're legally married or whatever. But he basically said that, well, he was afraid with this bill, um, he would get into legal trouble if he even mentioned his, um, sexual orientation to his classroom. And that brings up a really contentious issue that I think, Everyone's just kind of dancing around it, especially on the right. We're dancing around um, the issue and we're also sometimes demonizing people and mischaracterizing those on the left in a way that I don't think is fair. Because like I said, what I'm going to do with this podcast, I have very strong, you know, conservative Christian values. And unfortunately, when I did, you know, set up this podcast, I had to pick a side. They say, what is this talk conservative, talk liberal, you know, political talk or whatever. So I had to pick conservative. But I really don't want to label this podcast because I want to practice what I believe is the journalism that no one practices anymore. The journalism that I was trained to practice when I was in school and I got my bachelor's degree in journalism from Ohio State University. And that is objective journalism to try to cover both sides of an issue to try to give um, a voice to both sides and then to allow the audience to make up their own minds in the decision now this is also a podcast and it's a commentary so i do have my biases i do have my values and i'm not going to back down from them but what i don't want to do is i don't want to mischaracterize the other side because whenever a a contentious issue like this comes up Everyone always mischaracterizes the opposition, and I just don't believe that's fair because there's so so many people that are in the middle that are not what perhaps you're accusing them of. So this teacher, his quandary was he said, okay, I teach, you know, first graders or kindergartners, and he said that children at that age are very inquisitive. So he said, what if some Um, am I not going to be allowed to ever tell my students that, you know, I have a male partner under, you know, threat of, you know, legal action. 
And, you know, on the right, they're saying, well, why do you have to talk about that period? You know what? Uh, you're probably trying to groom a child uh, and indoctrinate them to try to turn them gay. Or perhaps maybe you have sexual interest in your, cho in your children and you want to groom them to be curious so you can molest them or that kind of thing. And see, this is where I think the argument just really falls to pieces and it becomes toxic and neither side can agree and we can't get any kind of can't come to any kind of resolution about this because yes there are there are people out there that are like that on the left and probably the right two conservatives are too but it's not from what i saw from that teacher's um interview he wouldn't fall into that category and he brings up a very key vital issue that, like I said, we are all dancing around on the right. And that is the legitimacy or let's say what's the word I'm looking for? The legitimacy or the natural, the naturality or the the the, the state of um, being natural of homosexuality is homosexuality a perversion. Is it impure is it unnatural? And therefore, if it if your answer is yes to all of those um, questions, then should it be kept from students, period? Should a teacher never be allowed to say that I'm gay? So therefore, let's say if I am a gay teacher and I'm married, quote unquote, to another man, and let's say I'm teaching first grade, second grade, whatever, and one of my kids comes up to me and says, Mr. Gunn, I am this weekend. I'm going with my parents and we're going to see the new Spider-Man movie. I'm so excited. Yay. What are you doing, Mr. Gunn? And I say, well, you know what, little Billy, me and my husband, we're also going to see the Spider-Man movie. And we're very excited, too, because we have been reading Spider-Man comic books all the way back since we were your age and little Billy gets his eyes off. They say, that is so cool, Mr. Gunn. Now, have I broken that law if I tell little Billy that I'm gay? Just telling him that. Not getting into a deep discussion about what we do in bed or what makes a gay person or if little Billy's gay, telling him that's all right. But just mentioning the fact that I am, you know, what does that you know, how does that play into this bill? Now, I don't believe I've seen um, some senators and people who back the bill in um, Florida and Mr. You know, the governor DeSantis himself. And they said that is not the the you know, that is not the spirit of this law. It may be the letter to some degree because it does say, you know, you know, don't mention sexual orientation uh, to anyone um uh, before third grade, which is, I guess, around what, eight years old or whatever. But the spirit of the law of this, it's about the indoctrination of children. It's about just volunteering information with um, the goal to gain allies in children with the goal to tell children that it's okay to be gay or there's nothing wrong with homosexuality or homosexuality is natural. So you may be homosexual yourself when you grow up. And there's a big difference between that type of attitude that is indoctrination and to some degree, you know, grooming and brainwashing, or whatever you call it. That's a different matter than someone just in an aside saying, well, you know, me and my partner, we're going to go see a movie over the weekend, little Billy, maybe we'll see you at the theater. 
See, there's something different with that. And this is the issue where we're dancing around, um, especially on the right in conservative circles. We're just dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing around this question. And this is something that everyone has to ask themselves on both sides of the fence. How young do you believe is appropriate for a kid to even be meant uh, for it even to be mentioned homosexuality, even to be discussed in any way around him? Just in a, even in a scenario, like I said, where I'm the teacher and I said, well, me and my husband or me and my boyfriend, we're going to see, um, you know, Spider-Man, too. Is that appropriate around children or not? And that's something that, you know, conservatives are really kind of dancing around and not getting to the point. And as a journalist, that drives me crazy because as a journalist, it's my goal to get to the truth. And I want people to come out and say how they feel. Don't mince words about it because you're trying to be politically correct or you're trying to spare someone's feelings. No, this issue, the, the good thing I think about this issue is this is forcing everyone on both sides of the fence to clarify their values. And the thing about it is, is I got to give it to the folk on the left. The folk on the left, they are not ashamed to say what they feel right out. They go for the jugular. I mean, I saw, I was watching Drew Hernandez uh, about a week or so ago, and he was uh, live on the spot covering the protests outside of one of the Disney headquarters there. I think it was in Orlando, outside one of the theme parks, so I can't remember where. But those on the left, they had their signs up and they were saying, I think one sign, it was just so succinct. It got straight to the core issue that we're that we're not dealing with. He said, our existence is not inappropriate. That's what the sign said. And basically, it comes right down to that, because um, the left is the right is really dancing around this issue because Every since, you know, the uh, the first candidacy of Donald J. Trump and uh, all through his um, administration after he won, he has really changed the face of the uh, Republican Party. The Republican Party is now has now become a big tent pro-America, pro-free speech, populist party where basically everyone is invited to the table and that includes practicing out and proud homosexuals and i'm gonna go back to a cliche that i'm sure we've all heard before maybe not recently but i don't know how far it goes back but i'm sure everybody's heard the cliche that politics makes very strange bedfellows and now we have the rise of people like brandon struck uh, an openly gay man who runs the walk away campaign. We have um, people who were on the left, like YouTuber, very popular YouTuber, um, Dave Rubin, who's also an out and proud um, gay man married, quote unquote, to his partner and about to become a father because I believe they've inseminated a woman and there's going they're going to have two children. So the bottom line is, you know, the right now uh, they never would come to the point to say, well, no, homosexuality is perverted. Homosexuality is impure. We don't want our children to hear about that at all in school. No, you won't ever hear anybody in the conservative um, movement actually come right out and say that. And because you, you have Christian groups working right hand to hand with practicing homosexuals and all this kind of stuff. And that issue is kind of just like, 
It's like, well, that's between you and God. That's between you and your partner. We don't care. We're for freedom in America, you know, blah, blah, blah. But now, you know, the plot has thickened. It's getting really juicy because guess what? The education and the innocence of children is at stake here. And it's this it's making people clarify what they believe. And I believe that conservatives and those on the right, uh, Republicans and such like, they're going to have to make decide basically, is it okay for a teacher of especially, you know, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade to even tell another child, uh, one of their students that they are gay? You know, is that appropriate? Could that do some damage to a child? Could that confuse a child um, and influence their behavior in the future? See, these are the issues that are not being dealt with because people are too busy calling each other names. I mean, everyone is now saying that, you know, if you do not support, you know, House Bill 1557, then you must be a groomer. You're coming for the children just like that great song by that uh, gay men's chorus, San Francisco. And I'm going to uh, edit this uh, this um, this podcast and I'm going to let you hear right about now to hear the lyrics of that of that song that they sang, which caused a firestorm of controversy. I'm going to play a little bit of that for you. And here you go. You think we're sinful? You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco, warn about San Francisco, make them wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children, we'll make them tolerant and fair. At first I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting, caring people, but I see now why you'd have a problem with that. Just like you worried, they'll change their group of friends. You won't approve of where they go at night to protest. Oh, and you'll be disgusted when they start finding things online that you've kept far from their sight. Like information. Guess what? You'll still be alright. We'll convert your children. Yes, we will. Reaching one and all, there's really no escaping it. Cause even Grandma likes RuPaul. And the world's getting kinder. Gen Z's gayer than Grinder. Learn to love, learn to vogue, face your fate. We'll convert your children. Someone's gotta teach them not to hate So if you heard clearly, you heard them say 
will converge your children. And of course, everyone has accused them for saying that by will convert your children that we're going to, you know, molest them and then, you know, convert them into, you know, homosexuals. And they used to say, you know, we're recruiting them and that kind of thing. Now, ironically, there were a couple people in that gay man's course that had uh, offenders, uh, you know, um, child sex offenses in their criminal record. That's kind of ironic. But when you saw the video of that, you know, that um, song, there was about, oh God, I can't remember now, but there was a multitude, but there was probably a good, at least 50, 60 something people in that chorus. So they're not all pedophiles. And to me, I believe, because if you listen to the lyrics, they say, we'll make, we'll convert your children, we'll make them tolerant and fair. You know, you should be scared. And basically for me, what this whole issue comes down to, yes, there are radical forces on the right people that want to groom and molest children, that kind of true. And, and if there's anything, if there is such a thing as influencing kids to be gay or to follow a gay path or to sexually experiment with, you know, um, people of their same sex, there's plenty of people on the left, the far fringes of the left that want that too. But overall, I believe that um, on the left, the goal is not to molest the bodies of these children, but to assimilate their minds because they want the next generation to be words that they always use that, you know, they use ad nauseum to be inclusive. You know, they want them to be open minded. They want them to be allies. And basically they want them to support any cause of gay rights that we have now or they may arise in the future you know the whole trans movement anything else that may come to, unfortunately pedophilia might be down you know uh the pike a little ways but that's another topic for another day but the bottom line is they want to get children as early as they can on board with the gay agenda that's what it comes down to and the bottom line is the more we on the right stereotype them all and demonize them all as just all child molesters, we're still not dealing with the core issue. The core issue is when do you give any kind of information, especially about homosexuality to a child at any age? What's too young and what age? what is age appropriate? And that's the thing that's never nobody's ever talking about. Uh, in um, this issue because they're not dealing with the fact that, I mean, I just watched the black conservative patriot. And of course he's like, well, why do they, why does he have to tell the kid anything what he's going to do? Why does he have to even mention that he has a boyfriend or a husband? Why is that appropriate in any kind of way? And I understand his point of view, but the one thing that people do not uh, um, realize, because especially when they've been uh, heterosexual their whole life, as I have not been, the bottom line is that when you are a heterosexual, male or female, you never have to lie about your sexuality. You never have to hide it. Well, these days, the left is coming out against straight white men. But I'm just mean traditionally in polite conversations at any time in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000, 2010, before the woke mob just went bat ass crazy, you know. You could talk to anyone and say, well, I'm going out 
to dinner with my wife and I'm going out, you know, to dinner with my husband, if you're a woman. And we got to come down to the fact that in this scenario, if I'm a married man and I have a wife, nobody's going to bat an eyelash if even to a first grader or kindergartner, if I say, and says, what are you going to do, Miss, Miss, Mr. Mr. David this weekend? And I say, oh, little Billy. Me and my wife, we've had no time together. We've just been busy with our jobs. I'm busy teaching. She's a doctor or a nurse. So you know what we're going to do? Me and my wife, we're going to go get Netflix and just enjoy ourselves and watch movies all weekend. Or we're going to go see Spider-Man. And I could say that to a child. It's not going to raise an eyebrow. But if I tell little Billy that I have a boyfriend and I'm gay and we're going to spend time together... That's going to cause a problem for some conservatives and Christians and people who believe that at the core, they may not say it, but they do believe that homosexuality is morally problematic. We'll just say that. And that's a, that's a political correct way to say it. But it comes down to that it's a perversion and a sin and something that you see as wrong and that it's impure. And guess what? When you have children, you want to keep children's minds pure. You do not want to expose them to anything that is impure or wrong or sinful or kinky or such to like. But no one's coming out and saying those words, but I'm going to say them now because we need to clarify what we feel about, you know, this issue. And we need to stop dancing the Roomba, the cha-cha around it and just deal right with it. Um, There was one woman that Drew Hernandez talked to outside of the Disney uh, protests and she says, no, don't say gay. She says, I don't care. She said, you shouldn't even say that around um, children, period. But you got to realize you got to be able to if there's no way you're going to understand this, this controversy unless you're able to see the other side. The other side says that's not fair. Like the guy who did the interview on MSNBC, he's saying, well, why should I have to hide who I am? This is my identity. There's nothing wrong with me being with my quote unquote, you know, husband. So why can't I tell a child that? How is that grooming? So. And then when you look at this from an open, objective perspective, you'd have to look at both sides and say, why is that? And as a Christian and as somebody who comes from a biblical worldview, I can very much easily answer that. But it's going to have to be a very ugly, politically incorrect um, answer that the the accepting big tent uh, Republican political right. They don't want to say these kind of words. They don't want to use words like sin perversion, impure, indecent, those kind of things. They don't want to use those words, but that's what it comes down to. And it's just like the term marriage equality. And even though I've come from, you know, the gay scene myself, I've never um, been with a woman in, in that kind of fashion. But every time people will use the word because I was raised a Christian, when anyone would use the word marriage equality, Hairs in the back of my neck would stand up. I would feel very uncomfortable. My skin would kind of crawl. I'd kind of, kind of, you know, I feel hot, kind of itching myself because that saying that homosexuality, that two men calling themselves getting married is the equal of a man and a woman. And as someone who was raised in the Judeo-Christian uh, tradition, there's no way that I can go for that. That's just against everything that I was taught. So there is no such thing as marriage equality, according to the Judeo-Christian conservative 
traditional sexual morals that I was taught. And that goes with traditional conservatism. Now, there's neoconservatism. Now, there's big tent populist conservatism. But, you know, we're all going to have to get together and see where we fall under, you know, under what label you fall under and how, you know, you're going to deal uh, with these um, issues. And you, you're not going to be able to, d- d- to dance the rumble around it anymore. It just can't go. You're going to have to say, well, you shouldn't say that around children because it's unnatural, because it's immoral, because uh, we believe that you could um, potentially uh, negatively affect our child. You could confuse our child or you shouldn't be giving a child uh, the kind of values to say that that's an OK way to live because we believe it isn't, you know. And then you're going to have to deal with those age old questions about homosexuality, its actual origins. You know, are you born that way or is it the cause of some trauma or molestation or something else that's a emotional or physical anomaly? You know, the morality of homosexuality, is it a sin? Is it immoral? Is it perverse? Is it impure? Is it unnatural? And its potential effect on children. And that's another area I think when I look at this argument, it's just so fascinating, the differences of opinion, because if you are on the right, you believe that uh, homosexuality is morally justifiable because it occurs in nature and you believe people are born gay and it is intended by nature and therefore it is not impure. It is the equal of heterosexuality or any other natural expression of love and sexuality between consenting adults. But if you're on the other side of the fence, you may believe that, no, it's not inborn. It's it may be it it, it occurs in nature, but it wasn't intended by nature. Um, according to Judeo Judeo Christian morality, especially biblical morality, it is considered immoral behavior and sin. And therefore it does. And and if you don't believe that children are have, you know, gay genes or there's going to develop gay no matter what. You do believe that there may be a potential to um, to confuse children about their own sexuality, about their own gender identity. If you expose them, you know, to uh, discussions about homosexuality, so-called sexual orientation or gender identity issues. So and those are two very stark polarizing opinions, values and ideas that both the left and the right are going to have to confront to confront honestly and come to some conclusion um, or closure, God forbid, uh, with a miracle if we can do it. Otherwise, we're just going to yell and fight and scream. And, you know, conservatives need to take um, they need to just um, understand that, you know, it appears that our society has decided to fully embrace homosexuality and um, the idea that it is the equal of heterosexuality and that homosexual people should have equality in every area of life. So therefore they should not, by that philosophy, a gay man living with his husband or his longtime partner should not have to hide that from a child from that. Now, just to clarify, that is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that on the left, that's how they look at it. But on the right, you have to believe that if you believe that that people are in can be influenced 
toward, you know, experimenting with homosexuality and that kind of thing, that you're doggone right that we have to somewhat police what information children get and what information that they are exposed to, especially at very young, impressionable ages. And no matter how, no matter whose feelings that hurt, if you are a true conservative and a biblical, you know, conservative who practices and believes in Judeo-Christian morality, you're going to have to have the nerve to step on some toes, to um, hurt some feelings, even of some of your best friends, some of your family, some of the people you work with, doesn't matter because this issue is not going away and we need to have moral clarity on it to decide, to um, to ascertain how both sides feels on it and what are we going to do? And, you know, public schools, they don't seem to be willing to put um, gay teachers, you know, in the closet. They're not willing to do that. They want to support their gay teachers. They want to support their gay children. And they want that word that we're all on the right. We're getting tired of inclusivity but that is their that is their belief and that's what they want so if you are a true biblical hardcore conservative i think it's kind of time again that you consider taking your child out to public school because there's no way like i kept trying to say in the other um episodes that you may think that you're going to keep this away from your child but if your child's continuing to go into a public school you're not going to do it because your child could have gay teachers, your child, uh, your child could become friends with a little boy who down the street, a little girl down the street who happens to have or, you know, someplace else who happens to have, you know, gay parents, you know, two lesbian mothers or two homosexual men. And they could come all there to um, to parents night and your son, Billy, is good friends with Peter and Peter's two fathers come in holding hands at the PTA meeting and little Billy looks at you like, dad, you know, what's going on? My friend Peter has two fathers. How can that be dad? And you're sitting there going like an old Flintstones, but, 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 but Wilma, you know, cat got your tongue and you have no what to say. Those days are gone. You got to be clarifying what you feel and standing up for your values and, you may, if you want to keep your children away from, you know, such information, you may have to consider taking them out of the school. But like I said before, you can't always rely on religious schools either, because I remember about a year ago, there is a religious school, Catholic school in uh, New York that was saying, you know, we're not going to use gender pronouns and all this kind of stuff again. So the wokeness and the inclusivity around the issue of homosexuality, it has infiltrated the church as part of the social justice movement. And I'm talking some stalwart Protestant churches, not just Catholic. No, like Assemblies of God, Baptist, you name it, you know, so you're not being you may not even be able to escape it in the so-called Christian enclave that the church is supposed to be the sanctuary uh, of Christian morality and biblical, you know, purity. Uh, you may not be able to hide there either. So this is an issue that is just not going away regardless of HB um, 1557. So uh, to wrap up, conservatives have to stop dancing around trying to play pussyfoot because we're in the big tent now if your values if you believe that 
um, even children knowing about homosexuals is dangerous and detrimental. You're going to have to stand up and say, well, no, we don't care what the consenting adults do, but we don't want our kids knowing about it because we think that could screw them up. And if that steps on uh, the uh, the more progressive uh, gay Republicans toes, then unfortunately, that's going to it's going to cause a divide. And that's where it's going to be, you know, because this issue is not going back into the closet. I don't see that anytime soon. So I believe that's pretty much what I wanted to say on this issue before we move on from the big controversy about House Bill 1557. Um, you know, I, in bottom line, is I just want people to stop dancing around the issue, admit how you really feel, admit if you don't think that homosexuality is the equal of heterosexuality. And if you think the children finding out about this, this even just knowing it could negatively affect them and their own development and sense of themselves, you have to have the nerve to come out and say it. No matter who it pisses off, step on some toes, you step on toes. Because the left, they are not at all concerned with hurting your feelings. They're not concerned with respecting your rights to uh, to raise your children and give them, you know, values and morals. No, they are like the Borg from Star Trek, the next generation. And if you if you follow me, you know what the Borg, what their um, tagline was. Their tagline was resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. And you better take that seriously. They are coming for your children. But I think most of most of those on the left, they're not coming for your children's bodies. They're coming for your children's minds. Thank you for listening. Please stay tuned for episode four coming next week. God bless and have a great day.